Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is February the 13th, 2020. Strong hand. Buy and hold. Look at that. That's what the shirt says. Long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Don't FOMO on alts. Don't scam yourself. <laughs> most people are irrational most of the time. That's probably why the IOTA price is still what it is. All right. I'm offended by selling Bitcoin soon still. Hey, hello, my elite friends. Check out all the links below. If you got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Uh, we'll have we'll definitely have time for uh, questions and answers today. All right, remember tomorrow, 2 p.m. Baltimore time, American Hoddle will be on the show, and Vlad and Adam from uh, Pennsylvania, Vlad uh, Castella. You guys know him. He's got a podcast. All right, he's been on the show before. Adam has also, but American Hoddle has never been on the show before. So it, it's going to be an adventure 2 p.m. Baltimore time, Friday. That's tomorrow. That's 7 p.m. in London and 11 a.m. in Los Angeles, where I am. All right. And uh, the reminders, I say this every show. I'll just say it real quick. The Long Beach event is on February 20th. It's linked to below. I'll be speaking there. Las Vegas event, unconfiscatable, Tone Vase, putting that on. That is February 22nd in Las Vegas, and I will be there. So they, 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 both of them are linked to below. You can learn about them. So another day, another 2020 fiat high, right? It got up to another 2020 fiat high last night or early this morning, depending where you are. Okay, it's old news. Having hype, baby. Get ready. Pound that like button. Uh, value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Now, something that people are talking about a lot these days, more than the having, uh, well, for certain people at least, institutional investors. Again, it's like you're, you're hearing the whisper. They're coming. They're coming. And it's getting louder and louder. And here we got Mark Yusko. Yusko. He's famous. He says, most important decision institutional investors must make in the current environment is to get off zero exposure to crypto assets, especially Bitcoin. So this guy is beyond Bitcoin. He, he, he's in a Bitcoin guy, but he's saying that if you're a legit institutional investor, get off zero, get into Bitcoin. And here's something that's related from David Nage, who's been on the show before, um, Interacts with family offices, all sorts of big money people. I have now spoken to several institutional allocators in the last few days that are working to put close to a quarter of a billion dollars, billion dollars to work in digital assets. Okay. Institutional people piling up money. What are you doing? Are you are you watching this in the future saying, oh, that it was unfair. They they had an unfair advantage. They had insider information. No, you've got the insider information here. Okay, we've talked about it for years. The institutional investors were coming, and it's getting louder now. It's it's really getting louder. The talk about it, uh, and the rumors. David Nage, billions of dollars. Okay, 
And they're putting pressure on each other. Mark Yusko saying, you better do it. Now, and this is related also from CNBC, a video linked to below. Not that I like CNBC videos usually, but this one is filled with Bitcoin FOMO. It's only two minutes. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. Pound that like button is one of the quotes from that video. Not pound that like button, but in the world of fiat cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin is the victor. In the, in the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I, I agree. I agree. You, this is the fiat. You can value your wealth in fiat. In the end of the day, Bitcoin is the victor. We'll defeat them all. Uh, but they will. the other ones will still exist. Now, in this video, this FOMO video, they're like, Bitcoin's up 44% on the year. Institutions are coming. They, they, they mention institutional investors a few times. We, they, they talk about weak hands being shook out. And uh, people, uh, uh, oh yeah, and they mentioned blockchains. Okay, the people are talking about blockchains. Okay, so the CNBC people, all the CNBC people were going wild in this clip. So, hey, look at it. It's, it's linked to below. You don't need CNBC to tell you that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin and that, you, you, that Bitcoin beats fiat, okay? You don't need that. But some of you need a spark under, under your tuchlesses. Okay. In, uh, now, now, here is a, a something, uh, a quote. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. This is from Tour de Meester. Federal Reserve uh, Chairman Jerome Powell says every major central bank in the world right now is doing a deep dive on digital currencies. Now, we're, we're approaching the 2020 halving. As we approach the 2016 halving, what I just said, every major central bank in the world right now is doing a deep dive on digital currencies. That was so it was imaginable, but it was something that seemed like it was in the in the distant future. You know, we, we were talking about $600 Bitcoin back then. And now we're talking about every central bank is researching digital, digital currencies. They're looking at the Bitcoin. They want to have their own Bitcoin. They want to have their own. But Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, of course. So in four years, look how we change. And... If he if he's stating it, the Federal Reserve Chairman is is saying it. It's not some rumor. He's saying every major central bank in the world right now is doing a deep dive on digital currency, and he's in charge of the biggest, uh, the, the biggest and the baddest of them all. You know, in states, Federal Reserve. Yeah, uh, it. I we, I don't need that them to make uh, these people to say. Bitcoin is legitimate. Bitcoin's been legitimate to me since the moment I got in in 2013. Okay, some people need the, to put these guys on pedestals. They think it's 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 real important. They dreamed of this day, and now we ha- we're at this day. So, what's your excuse, people? Are you into IOTA or something? <laughs> okay, so let's 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 move to IOTA. I, it's funny through the years. I definitely starting in definitely in 2017, the end of 2017, I can remember specifically when I was in South Korea and a reporter was asked, what do you think about IOTA? And at that point, all IOTA was like the flavor of the month, the altcoin flavor of the month. And people, if you've been in this long enough, you've seen them all come and go. And at that point, I'd seen quite a few. And people were like, you don't understand, Adam. The IOTA technology is special. The IOTA has, I don't know what it, what it has. Okay. I, I, and I would say the same thing. It's just some third-tier altcoin. It's going to come. It's going to go. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. 
And then eventually, the funny thing about IOTA is that uh, some research group, I think it was based out of a university, uh, really found out some questionable uh, aspects of IOTA, okay? And that, and a lot of people brought up this story, and the IOTA people attacked it. They were very defensive. It was an educational paper. It was a research. Uh, they weren't trying to, you know, FUD or anything like that. They, they had discovered things about IOTA. And still, people would ask me about IOTA. And, and here's the thing, people. There are a lot of you that – IOTA is not the only one. People – everybody asks me about their favorite altcoin. And they want me to say their favorite altcoin. They think me saying the name of their favorite altcoin is going to make a difference. They think they can convince me. They first of all, they don't fully understand this show. When I, if you ask me that question, what do you think of Litecoin? What do you think I owe it? What do you? You don't get it, man. This is not some impulsive thing here. The system is buy and hold Bitcoin. The name of the channel is Bitcoin Meister. I'm a Bitcoin firster. You guys can all do what you want to do and experiment with the altcoins, but I don't think much of your altcoins, especially below the top tier. The top tier ones, I, I make commentary. They're in the news. Ethereum is the next Ethereum, whatever. Uh, but these other ones, they're all the same, and they're all centralized in a very similar way. And so why am I rambling on about IOTA right now? Because it is in the news. It is linked to below. When law – and here's Udi prepping you guys for what has happened. When law enforcement gets involved and you literally turn the S-coin off. Okay, currently IOTA is working with law enforcement and cybersecurity experts to investigate a coordinated attack, attack resulting in stolen funds. To protect users, we have paused the coordinator – and advise users not to open Trinity until further notice. So someone has hacked IOTA. Someone has stolen funds from IOTA. Okay, I don't fully get it. I don't really care that much. But law enforcement, they had to call in law enforcement, and they had to turn off their blockchain, okay? Their IOTA. They just stop it. And so Nick Carter says a solid chunk of long tail alts can be quite simply turned off at the sole discretion of the administrators. It's always fun when they let the veil slip. So there you go. The veil has slipped on IOTA. So I, I this is, I don't want to be involved in a coin that where the administrators can turn it off because it gets hacked. That is, un, that doesn't happen in Bitcoin. It doesn't get turned off. There are no administrators centrally controlling it. It doesn't get hacked, all right? So if some of you are probably going to correct me. Well, this is you, technically you're wrong about what happened to IOTA. It's still on. Dudes, that's what I think of altcoins. This, this situation that's going on with, with IOTA, that's what I think of your altcoin. What's going on with, with IOTA now? All right. If you got questions, I got answers. We got people chatting in there. But nobody else putting Bitcoin Meister in. Uh, all right. You won't get any uh, answers then. Are there no questions? Uh, oh, something that people are still talking about. This is from earlier in the week. The presidential prediction markets at the at FTX. I linked to it again. It's getting more and more uh, press, I'd say. More, more people are talking about it, at least. And I think that's good for Bitcoin. I don't want you gambling your precious Bitcoin on Trump or, or Bloomberg or whatever. But it, it's 
we shall see how accurate it is. Uh, it, it seems to be reflecting other uh, markets out there. I think there's other gambling markets and that you know, the, the Trump is the favorite Then Bernie Sanders is far off and then Bloomberg. Uh, so put these people are put, these gamblers are putting their money where their mouth is. They're you're putting their Bitcoin where their mouth is. Let's see. Let's see how accurate it, it gets. Let's see the volume. It's news for Bitcoin. It's, it's a new uh, a new way of uh, looking at politics through the through betting with Bitcoin. Hey, I I'm not a fan of politics. We talk about it on Saturday show. I am a fan of Bitcoin. I am a fan of innovation. Keep an eye on that. It is linked to below if you want to see the latest odds of uh, Donald Trump becoming president again in 2020 or Bernie Sanders becoming president. And Jeffrey Butts has a question. When did you change your mind to become a producer first and consumer second? Well, I've always, uh, not always, but I've never been into buying lots of flashy things that fit in. When I was a kid, I wanted a Jeep Wrangler. So I guess when I was 16, <laughs> I definitely had the consumer mentality. But I, I've, been, I've been frugal since uh, after college, I guess. Pretty frugal. And, and I, you know, when I worked in Silicon Valley, I would occasionally I wouldn't pack my own lunch. I would eat out, okay? And when I worked in New York also, I would uh, – and I was very young at the time. After, right after Both those jobs were after college. And I would – but then I grew tired of working for other people, okay? And I decided I was going to start my own business, and I did start my own business. And so it was at that point I really became an independent producer, and coincidentally, I was really not into I, – I would never go out to eat a, a, after that point. Really? Never. I would never eat it. So uh, that, that's when. It was when I became <laughs> – I became a producer and, and really cut down and, and really started and – started, and then soon after that, I bought my first house. So that taught me about cu cutting costs. So you say, when did you change your mind to become a producer first and consumer second? Um, yeah, that really finalized it there. I, I learned a lot about cutting costs from owning my own house and being my own boss. And I became very productive uh, at, at that point. Uh, I mean, you can say I was always, a, well, once I got my first job <laughs> as a kid, I was a producer too. But, but you, your question was, when did you become a consumer second? And really started a saver. I, I was, I really became a saver from from those stories. Being my own boss, and then uh, my mind really transitioned into 20 percent of world. Once I uh, had that house, and you, you're getting property taxes and uh, all this nonsense, you start seeing things from a, from a, from a different perspective. Good, good, good question there. Uh, yeah, and. Yeah, del totally delayed gratification. I really started learning. Well, I saved up money for that house. Uh, so before that, before the house, I was there was some delayed gratification there too. But that that was from becoming my own boss. But be, becoming my own boss, I had to you know 
cut down on cost. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not getting paid all the time. Uh, just d- don't consume a lot right there. It, it comes natural. That's how you, a lot of people that they start their own businesses, they don't get that at all. They, they don't get that. They, they think now's the time to, to buy a bunch of equipment. No, no. I was just, just had a computer. That's all I needed. All right. Helder Filizardo says, what happened with Andy Hoffman? He's no longer with MWC and XRC. Well, an interesting question there. Andy Hoffman was employed by the the Mimble Wimblecoin, the crypto dividend uh, uh, of Bitcoin that we all received. He was their marketing guy. I introduced Andy to Chris. And he he had a set time. uh, I, I, I guess they gave him goals on what he had to do and everything over there. Andy Hoffman talked his butt off about MWC. Uh, more so than any human being on this earth. He did exactly what they wanted him to do. And to tell you the truth, uh, that that now that there's one entity paying like 24 bucks for MWC to anyone who has it, when we all got it for free, uh, Andy did a great job. <laughs> you, can't, you can't deny it uh, because Andy knows who this guy is. Did, did Andy bring this guy in? I, I don't know, but... I'm pretty sure the guy either found out about it through this show or through Andy Hoffman uh, because not many other people were talking about it. He was their hype man. Uh, so what what happened to Andy? I guess he fulfilled all his goals. He saw that he got paid, I guess, and then he left. And now he likes uh, Beam. And logically, you can see why he's moved on. I mean, it's pretty – wild that it's worth as much as it's worth. I, I would assume, I mean, in his tweets, read his tweets. He basically says at this point, it's overvalued. I mean, who can, who can disagree with that? I mean, it's on one exchange and there's one entity buying it and it's worth more than be, if Mibble Wimble's so great, then Beam should be worth a lot more money. He's, he's absolutely right. Now I don't care if Beam is worth zero or whatever, but he's he's using logic. So he he's moved on. He, he did his job. I'm sure everyone at MWC is really happy at the way things turned out. I mean, this is what – altcoins need marketing people. There's uh, there's room in this space for marketing people. And on that note, I, I wanted to say at, at Ledin – and you know, Andy could do whatever he wants to do. By the way, uh, if he wants to, if he wants to like altcoins, he can like altcoins. He wants to like Bitcoin, he like he likes Bitcoin, and he can. St- he's still my friend. I don't, you know, I don't cut people off because they say they like an altcoin. What do I think of Beam? What do I think of IOTA? I mean, that's the same thing. I really don't think mu- I don't think much of those things at all. I like that people uh, innovate and create and need people to spread the word and that they give it to me for free in a crypto dividend. And I really hope that Andy sticks around marketing in this space and another crypto dividend comes out and he works for them and he spreads the word and we all get it for free and it goes to $50. Okay. So I've got a positive take on the whole thing, but I, I think there's some people that are disappointed in Andy or something like that for, he's talking about beam now. No, I, if you're an MWC person, you should love him. <laughs> you should freaking love him. I mean, who else is talking about – who else pumped up the price? Uh, uh, got that guy involved possibly. I don't know. So Ledin is uh, – I've had Mauricio on the show before. He is in Toronto. 
he he runs that business. It's a Bitcoin related business. He's it says, do you love Bitcoin and want to work on products that help people save and huddle more of it? Hold more of it. Check out our new careers page. So if you're in Canada and you want to and, and there's a marketing job there and there's a technical job. That's why I, I, I'm talking about marketing in this space with Andy Hoffman. These guys want to pay you to, to, to market for them. Let him. Now, they're not a coin, but I'm just saying there is in, in the cryptocurrency space, in the Bitcoin space, there's opportunity for people that have no technical skills, that are, that are, that are salespeople, that are marketing people, whatever. And their link to below is a real life let in example there in, in Toronto. All right. We got another question. Uh, Hastings Insurance Solutions. <laughs> Hey, dude, <laughs> you just got a promo there, I guess. Bitcoin Meister, are we going to see you still when your Bitcoin is worth $100 million? What's next for you then? <laughs> if my stash is worth $100 million, I mean, it depends when. It depends when. I, I, if my if it turned $100 million tomorrow, you would still see me. You would still see me. It's, it's just I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing this. Um what happened? I mean, I, I don't see an end to this show. I don't see an end to this show at all. Now, doing it every single day. I, I know I'm doing it every single day, uh, God willing, until at least uh, 210,000 blocks after the all-time high, uh, which will be the, the previous all-time high was in late 2017. So that, that'll be in uh, October of – because I want to see I, – I just – I love this 210,000 block theory, and I love – being on the show every day saying 210,000 blocks ago, you fiat freaks, it was worth less. So I want to see if, you know, in October of 27, uh, October of 2021, if uh, I, I can go on air that day and say, hey, it was 210,000 blocks ago. Uh, Bitcoin is worth more than 19,600, whatever it was, you fiat freaks. That's just a little, uh, a little, I look forward to a lot in the future. I, I look forward to uh, more crypto dividends. I look forward to, I don't really look, I know there's going to be, to set up, to keep people's hands strong when someone says we need a 42 million uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And I'll be there to say, hey, remember when I told you Bcash was nothing to worry about, that it was just interest on our Bitcoin? Well, now this 42 million Bitcoin is nothing to worry about. I, I, I enjoy doing the, I enjoy doing the show. I, le I learn the thing about the show too is I'm constantly learning before the show. You have to do research before the show. So I am one of the top one percent in Bitcoin in terms of up on current events. I know just the latest news all the time, and I love that. I, I love being and it's just I love consuming this information and learning. Uh, Bitcoin is my thing. I talked about on the Saturday show. Uh, what's that guy's name? His name's Aaron Hoffman. Uh, and watch Saturday, last Saturday show, I talked a lot about him. I believe Beyond Bitcoin show. And he says if you're if you're good at something, you know, try to become like super good at it. And and it, it's bet it's great if you love it. And I am good at Bitcoin. I'm good at talking Bitcoin. I'm good at thinking Bitcoin. I'm good at buying Bitcoin. I'm good at financially ar arranging my life around Bitcoin. So I want to get better and better and better. And I do love it. He says, you're almost, you have to be obsessed with your, your job. I am obsessed with this. I am almost obsessed in a healthy, it's a healthy obsession. So if it was worth a hundred million, I'd still be out there do, doing stuff. I mean, eventually, you know, when I'm 
maybe get tired. I don't know. I, I don't want to say I, I, I love being in motion. I'm an in motion person. I don't believe in retirement or anything. So I don't believe in retirement from this. All right. Here we got another question from Mark S. Can you ever accidentally give away your private key from a ledger? Scared of collecting coins like MWC. Well, dude, there were a lot of people that said that, that thought that uh, signing signing your uh, Bitcoin for the MWC, you could lose your Bitcoin. You can't. You can't. And a lot of people lost out on a lot of money that way. <laughs> so, no, you, you, you can't. Not from signing, not from signing. You cannot, you, the, the way you claim these airdrops, you, you can't, uh, if they do it the same way MWC did it, and that's the way the airdrops usually work, you, you know, you cannot lose your uh, your uh, private private key. All right. Hastings says again, thanks. Laugh all out loud. Love the shows. Followed you since 2017. Dude, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you're here. All right, we got another question. The show would be over without these questions, but thanks. I, I love I love questions. Have you changed your travel plans due to coronavirus? No, I have not because um, my plans are I'm in the United States until uh, after Passover, and then I'm going to Europe for a week uh, in uh, to, a, Geneva, Switzerland, and then I'm going to be in Israel for three months. So uh, that, that, that doesn't, those places aren't affected by this and that'll be my time in Israel ends July 27th. And I wasn't even thinking about going to Asia after that. I'm thinking about going to Eastern Europe after that. So my, tra no, my travel plans haven't uh, been affected. And I really think, um, well, the Western nations are going to have this thing under control. It's not going to be a problem in the United States. Uh, as for China, I have no plans of ever real. I had no plans of going to China under its current regime uh, where I personally would not feel comfortable being there as a Bitcoiner, as a known person. Since they have such a control grid over there, it's quite possible when I, if I were ever to go to China, my passport would alert them of something and they might arrest me or something one day. Who They can change their, uh, you know, let them do what they're going to do. So since I had no plans to go to China, in, under its current regime, uh, and I think they probably aren't going to have a good handle on this, that you can get sick. It, I wasn't going there anyway, so my, my plans haven't changed. It, there, there's a long story in there. You get a little insight on what I think is going on with the corona also, and you can see hear more about that on Saturday. And all my fellow people who make YouTube videos out there, don't put that in your title or they demonetize you. That's just something to learn, uh, I, and I learned it. <laughs> all of them got demonetized. The algorithm demonetized all of them. I appealed some. I appealed. They monetized against some. They said no. We're not. We're not. I guess you're not allowed to uh, talk about it here on, on YouTube, or at least mention it in your title, because I, there are so many people creating nonsense videos about it. I mean, it's 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 the flavor of the month in uh, 80 percent 80 of YouTube doom videos is coronavirus okay everyone oh the whole world's gonna fall apart don't worry dude be productive in the Western world wash your hands proper sanitary conditions stay in shape eat well all right that's it I am uh, yes I will be three months in Israel I am really looking forward to that too but I look I'm looking forward to LA I'm looking forward to everything I'm looking forward to life baby in motion. 
And who knows where else, suggestions on where I should go after Israel in Eastern Europe or wherever you may have want me to show up and hang out with you. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out all the links below, pound that like button, bang that bell button. And again, real quick, quick, guys, that IOTA stuff, it can happen to any coin. That's why you don't FOMO on these things. That's why you don't think, oh, it's the best technology. It's going to beat Bitcoin's technology. Look what it did. They had to turn it. Its technology was so good. They had to turn it off. That, that's why you just got to remember that. There's flavor of this, flavors of the month. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Do not FOMO on altcoin, especially these buzzwords. I forgot what the buzzwords behind IOTA was. Their special chain technology. Don't fall for it, guys. We've, we've heard it so many different times. And this is how it ends, where they have to shut it down. You know darn well that anything that's centralized like that does, is not shouldn't even be said in the same sentence as Bitcoin. Bang that bell button. Uh, remember, tomorrow's show will be 2 p.m. Uh, Baltimore time with uh, American Hoddle and uh, Vlad and Adam. It is going to be a wild, wacky time. See you then. Retweet this. I'm TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. See ya.